You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Well, I am uh, in a different location today, friends. Uh, this, this, this is the tech lab, the official tech lab of <laughs> Alex Valero. I am, um, I am very impressed with this uh, technology setup you have here. Oh, <laughs> you like it? That's it. You know, it's better than the one I've been working with. <laughs> hey, well, we're gonna be working here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 friends, uh, you know, for those of you that are watching this um, on on YouTube and not listening, we are actually in Alex's uh, office because he offices out of the Bride Ministries Church campus, and he built this whole thing, and 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 this. I want to start here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell me how the design decision was made for the green curtain. The green curtain. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that is actually very personal, and but I'm, I'm I'm happy to share. Please. So <clears throat> I I pray about this, yes. right? And I was like, God, I have this vision, but I don't have it complete. And then He showed me the times that I've seen the Holy Spirit. Mm. I see Him two colors mixed together. And is purple yes. and green, mm. this type of green. Wow. Now, for those that are my clients, in the past, before I moved to this office with, with, when I was in Oklahoma, and even here in Katy, um, I had a, bl- a flag with Yeshua, and it was purple. Yes. So I already rocked the purple for a while. So now I'm, it, was, it was green. Now it's green. Turned. And God, it was like green. So I begin to shop around, and I found this, and and that's that's the rest of the story. That's that's what you guys see right now. The green, Holy Spirit, purple and green for me. That's the way that I've seen him for the majority of that. that that's powerful. That's powerful. I, I mean, you know, I walked in and, I, and when he first showed me the studio, and I'm like, green. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. usually when I look at green, it's a green screen, but th- this is a prophetic statement. This is a prophetic statement. It's amazing. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Can you feel the anointing? <laughs> so 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 friends um you know one of the things we're doing uh we're calling it the discovering truth network so ever since we moved uh discovering truth with dan duvall out of the the, the ministry and just onto its own platform uh it's been the, the network because we've always planned to expand mm-hmm. and uh what that expansion means is that we're going to be adding shows and uh podcasts and different kinds of content over time and Alex is going to be uh, starting to do a program called After His Heart. That's correct. After I'm excited about that. Yes. It's going to be raw, more raw, you know, and yeah. more insightful yes. of, of not like spiritual things, maybe. You know, we have a combination here of everything in Bride Ministries, um, but just to see kind of like the real, more, you know, person. Yes. And yeah. So you, so, so, so this is really cool. So this is really cool. So, so we, we, we're very excited, and and over time we're gonna um, be launching that. And I, I I won't necessarily be on every pro show. It'd be cool if you if you are. Well, <laughs> Look, you know, I, I'm trying to work myself out of a job. <laughs> you know, like they say, less is more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. But yes. But yeah, so so this is what we're doing. But but apparently, I am the one being interviewed here. So you so are. I'm excited. Actually, you are today. Oh, that as well. Well, you have a new prayer. Yes. And yes, it's a I powerful do. prayer. Is it? I think it is. What do you What do you say with your experience? My experience has been it's quite extraordinary. Yeah. It, it, like, um, but the only use case that I have for it, well, I have two. I have two. I have used this. It's called Deliverance of Land. Okay. And I've used it in a number of conferences uh-huh. in South Africa and in Australia, and I've used it in corporate warfare contexts where we get a whole group of people in a region to agree to dismantle something from the region, literally from the land as the ecclesia in that region. And it has been really powerful. We've gone after, you know, some, some hectic Satanism. Uh, we've gone after like witchcraft and sorcery Yes, because here's the thing. Here's uh-huh. the thing. What I realize is land, land needs deliverance. Alex. Mm-hmm. It does. Land has problems with iniquity. Dan, and on that topic, 
there is a big difference between the territorial warfare prayer that you made yeah. and the deliverance of land. Can you talk about some of the differences between one and the other? Uh, yes. Go ahead. So, so uh, years ago, when we got to Dallas, this is how it worked. We, we, on the, on, uh, as we were going to Dallas, they were upset that the powers of darkness. I remember my wife was, I used to have a BMW 535. Are you bragging? It was nice. <laughs> Twin turbo. You're bragging. <laughs> you totally bragging. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Fully paid off. No note. Praise God. Leather interior. Mm. I liked that. It was a gift mm-hmm. from God. And, and you know, uh, it was funny because when I bought the car, Jesus, I, I, I was like thinking, oh man, you know, I really want this car, but maybe I should just, you know, get this one. And God's like, no, I tried to actually buy a couple other cars, couldn't do it. Yeah. And then I got that one. And it was a great price. And so, I, but but at this point, you know, it's paid off. I'm And, and, and so I, I, Christian and I had been recently married and, and we were driving to Dallas because that's where we started life together. So I was moving out of Texarkana, driving to Dallas. She had my car and I was driving a truck. And... As she was driving, all of a sudden the steering wheel went crazy, like she lost, like there was no control. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like way back, and I see my car, and all of a sudden it starts going to the left, like this, wow. to the right, to the left. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, what's happened? Yes. And now you're seeing all of these from behind. And from she's... behind, right? And so we had prayed before, yeah, right, and blood of Jesus and all that stuff. The glory story is she was completely unharmed mm. and uninjured. Mm-hmm. Not a scratch. Wow. Yes. But the car. Gone. Totaled. Mm. Done. Mm. And that was the first you know, sign that Dallas may not be happy that I'm, <laughs> I'm on the way in. Um, yeah. Within a few weeks, uh, my wife's car at the time also went kaputs. And wow. uh, that, that, that began our journey with one car. We're a one-car family, Alex. Wow. We still have one car to this day. But but you know it, that that is also strategic in some ways yeah. because well anyway different subject main point we went to prayer and started doing you know work on the area because like, we got to clear this atmosphere yeah. because it's it, it it you know it's we could tell because you feel the stress and the pressure people people that go into regions if you if it's if it's heavy yeah. you can feel that like wow there's some stuff in the atmosphere around they don't like that we're here and so. As we went into prayer in the mornings, I actually got a group and, you know, Christian and I would pray and we'd get people on the phone and we'd be praying together. And like the Ecclesia, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. There'd be a few folks. And and every week, it was like on a weekly basis, God would drop a new key. So those keys would be like foundation, mm-hmm. gates, mm-hmm. borders, mm-hmm. Uh, energy pathways. Mm-hmm portals like that those are the keys and so one week after another we'd get like i would get this download of a key and then language so i was just i was like you know partner with my spirit praying yes. from the spirit like i just pray into it but we'd have seers on the phone as well so what it would be is you know you get a key pray into it mm-hmm. use certain language mm-hmm. and then we'd see what the language did and sometimes the language was effective sometimes it was not mm-hmm. or sometimes weird stuff would happen and be like well, I see this and this and this, and I'd say, wow, that, that sounds like a bit of a jam up in the spirit. Let's change the language. And so one by one, we got all these keys and language for them, and it got so long, we had to write it all down, like to keep track, because at first it's like one, two, three keys. It's like we could just pray into it a certain way, and it's like, wow, stuff's really moving. But when you get like 10, how do you remember all of it? Yes, and so we had to start writing it down. And, and eventually we ended up with over 20 keys. Wow. And that worked its way into advanced prayers to shake heaven. Because I was like, well, everybody else can use these as well. But it's, it was designed on the basis of how we were dealing with stuff in Dallas. And it is, you know, for those specific things. We're going to pray into the borders. We're going to pray into the portals. Yes. We're going to pray into this. We're going to pray into this. But it's not the same. Like, like you know, so let's say I'm going to intercede for you, right? And I say, I want to pray. For Alex, I want to pray for the success of his business. I want to pray that the works of his hands prosper. I want to pray for his health. I want to, God protect his health. I want to, so I'm praying these things for you. And then there's oh, 
you know, let's book a session, right? Because you, you, I mean, you help a lot of people, Alex. Mm. You're a coach on a Pride <laughs> Ministries platform, and you, you're doing a great job. Thank you. I get a lot <laughs> of good it. feedback about you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You have a line out the door, and there's a reason why. Yes. Thank you, folks, for your good reviews. Yes. <laughs> so, 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 so when you sit in that setting, yeah. it's different. You're not. We're, we're, we are not just praying for people mm-hmm. when we are doing that work. Now we're getting deliverance. Yes. So we're going in and we're untethering people from entities and from uh, past traumas, from, you know, defiled timelines, all, all, all of these things. And that leads to a, a breakthrough in their real life and their experience. So, so when we got to the deliverance of land prayer, that's the shift. We went from praying for land to delivering land. And, and and what does land need to be delivered of? A lot of defilement. Yes. A lot of defilement. Yes. And you know something that I noticed, too, on the topic of the deliverance of land? Uh, people have used the prayer that you wrote, the one that we're talking about, on the advanced prayers of Shake Heaven and Earth, Territorial Warfare Prayer. And they don't experience the breakthrough that they expected for. Mm. I've noticed that some of the land, or a lot of it, maybe even all of it, gets delivered over time. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, for example, like the deliverance of the land and you going to the mandate that God sent you to do in South Africa, right? That he did this work because it was time, and that time it was there, and he used you as the vessel. But with, with some people that, like, they own land and they have their homes, they have a business, they have established something, I've noticed that it takes time. Mm-hmm. And actually, the quality of life that the person is living and creating in the atmosphere adds to the deliverance of the land. Because they still experience the portals opening on hollow earth beneath the surface in the spirit realm, you know, a lot of interdimensional chaos that it needs a dimensional order yeah. to establish all of the layers according to the original design of the creation, God. And then after a period of time and years that they have war for the land and cleans the land and using some of these prayers, um, and I, I really hope that the deliverance of land will move things even forward for them. Yeah. Um, but... Did you do you have the same experience that you've seen some people actually having to battle for their land for a long period of time? Oh gosh, yes, it's the same thing. And and this is this is what's so interesting. So we we we, we I teach the sentience of creation, mm-hmm. right? Everything has a sentience. Every realm has its own sentience, and sentience means self awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 knowledge of self-existence, you know, uh, a level of consciousness. The Bible says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day. The only way to be a witness is to have consciousness, Alex. And and and, and so earth has consciousness, heaven has consciousness. Like everything in God's creation, the, the sun, the moon, the stars were all created to praise the Lord, Psalm 148. I mean, there's so much evidence, and so we can go through that. But the idea is people are not the only ones with consciousness and therefore not the only ones in bondage. Mm-hmm. And, and and with that in mind, when, when, when you think about like what you went through. Yeah. I mean, you were carrying an Antichrist program. Like, <laughs> you were in it. Yeah. I, and we didn't mention these uh, in, in, the, in the podcast that, I, that we created at the time because I was too compromised. Right. But, but yes, uh, 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 yeah. Okay, so, so we need to program. interrupt for a short break <laughs> while we um, go a slightly different route. We'll come back to land. We'll come back to land, Alex. Because now you're going to interview me, bro. I am. I okay, am. I I this, this is partly for my wife. <laughs> okay. Partly, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. But Daniel, Alex never got to share about the Antichrist program. And, mm-hmm. and I said, that's true. Yeah. I got a plan. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I see. You set me up. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's actually what happened. Um, I have the marks. Uh, since yes. I was a young kid, Yeah. 
my body begin to bear the marks of Jesus. Uh-huh. I have this spear on my this spear that was you know um, wow. um, put through his side <clears throat> on my side, and during that that Antichrist program, going to different locations, different places, there was a group of people, a group of us, that will take us to these labs and to these hidden places in the earth. And then right there, they will run tests. Now, all of those kids, teenagers, adults, they went through similar situations that will kick in the program from childhood. So we got to that point, and we were a bunch of us, and they begin to run tests. They begin to um, fit the spiritual powers um, Antichrist spirit. And they were very careful on how the body and the soul were expanding and receiving um, the the spirit. You think about this. It's a massive power source. Yeah. And if the body and the soul is not ready for it, you die. Or your lifespan is just very short because it's, it's it's not only giving you this power but it's sucking the life out of you as well. So it's like a quantum entanglement that you give and you receive from the spirit. <clears throat> Healing abilities, all of these stuff. So guess what? Everything fit. Everything fit. So at that point I wasn't stoppable. They cannot even stop me. So, from there, I begin to walk that walk, and the program began to kick in in its fullness. Now, it was a, a series of signing documents, approval by high level of authorities within the Illuminati permit, and all of those things. And But God... Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I, I went through the crucifixion uh, in this spirit and in kind of like sort of like the programming, you know, felt the nails, Wow. Um, all of that. It was, a, and you know how they do these? <clears throat> Jesus said to the scribes and the Pharisees, he says, you guys search the scriptures because you think that in them is eternal life. But what they do is that they testify of me. Meaning, I am the eternal life, right? So, within this program, every scripture of the Old Testament had to be fulfilled with the person. So, I'm going to give you an example. Samson, his strength. Mm -hmm. You had to have a Samson part. Wow. You see what I'm saying? And he had to operate that way with a strength with the this, with that. And th- so every scripture of the Old Testament was fulfilled through that person, in this case, me. So then I begin to see my life as a prophecy of the Old Testament until Christ. Being the Antichrist. And th- But at that point, that's when God called my life and he said, you are mine. He put an end to it mm. and he pull me out, broke the program, and now we're sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's the like the 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 quick right. Yeah. Right. Because but but it, that's incredible, right? And it, it, but here's the thing. It wasn't just broke the program, now you're here. There was a number of years. A number of years. That you had to contend. Oh yeah. I was a I, I played a small role in the process. <laughs> yeah, you play a big role, man. You're still here sitting in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you had to contend. Yeah. Was it easy? No. Oh my gosh. You know, and you know what? Uh-huh. It still is 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 not easy. And I'm not saying because I still have the same problems. No. But it's that if if we really look at, you know, and God has helped me a lot. Um I think it was about three years ago before I became a coach that he really began to drill in identity because it's so hard to separate yeah. your, your life experience of who, on who you are. And this, this, this is what I mean. 
people see themselves as what they do. And that, that is the beauty of the gospel, that you're no longer defined by your works. So doing all of those things and that deep, deep, and I know a lot of survivors are going to identify with this, that deep programming Mm -hmm. to separate those works Mm -hmm. to who you really are, that is a really, after, after, even after the deprogramming, because there's residues of, of, of the memories, the residues of the, of, of the things that happen. We don't just grow up Nisha walls and like, oh, we don't remember what happened. You know what I mean? Like, God allows us to process and he's being processed like over time and, and you know, and he, sometimes it's even from, for a long lifetime. So yeah, it has been very, very interesting. Yes. <laughs> So 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 I'm I'm so glad you got to finally share that part of the story. <laughs> um, and you did overcome a lot. Here here and, and this comes back to the the point that we branched out from. If we have to contend as sentient conscious beings for our freedom, what makes anyone think that it's going to be any different for land? The only difference is that the land cannot intercede for itself. Wow. Wow. Yes. So then the land and we could, you know, branch off and go a step further and mm-hmm. say the elementals represented mm-hmm. within that territory, mm-hmm. uh, they cannot intercede for themselves. Yes. So they need human advocacy. They need a deliverance minister. And that deliverance minister is called the ecclesia. Wow. The called out body that is a governing body on behalf of a kingdom that is not of this world that that that's the only way and so so just like and and, and this is the, the amazing thing like just like we get like twisted identity so does land like a, a piece of land can begin to believe i am i i, I am where human trafficking and prostitution happens that's what my purpose is mm-hmm. why because that land is defiled by that iniquity yeah. and so the, the land cooperates with that and everything that happens in the land will will will, will fall in line the, the the justice department the police the officials they all seem to collaborate with a conspiracy to perpetuate iniquity in 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 land other land Human sacrifice. Mm. This is where rituals are done. There's a lot of blood in that land. They set up altars in that land. When you talk about the topic of consciousness and sentient, sometimes the body of Christ dismisses that there's actually memory too. Mm -hmm. They'd have seen generation after generation from the creation since the creation, since God created yep. hopelessness, helplessness, bloodshed. Mm-hmm. They know more about history. I'm talking about elementals and I'm talking about land mm-hmm. than us, Yep, consciously speaking. We have to tap into the super mind of the spirit to really get the job done because at this point look there's some people that are have lived in this earth 40 years 50 Mm -hmm. years 70 Mm -hmm. years and they're already discouraged yep they're discouraged now imagine the land how discouraged it is right now (laughs) in this junction in time of all of the things they have seen can you talk a little bit about that I'd, uh, I, 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 I go through encounter moments at times, you know, one of the things that I've done for years, I call it sup with Jesus, right? And so for a long time, sup with Jesus was Sunday afternoons, two, three, four hours on a good day. I'm just spending time in the presence, worship, no agenda, a uh, lot of journaling. And, and, and in that time, what I do is I just journal God, but also the spirit in, in, in a general sense. So, so that's where I would also, you know, engage with my own 
human spirit, journal him, uh, engage with the facets of my spirit, prophet, teacher, exhorter, others, journal them, like, you know, running down the list. Um, and you, you could expand out into the cloud of witnesses because sometimes those, those encounters open up as well. And I've had encounters with a number of the cloud of witnesses and yes. that's always fun. <laughs> uh, and then my encounters I mean, they've been going haywire for a very long time. Yes. So, so, so a lot of what I speak <laughs> and teach and talk about, it comes from an experiential position. It's not like I just sit there, read the Bible and ping and, and it's like, all right, that's, yeah, yeah. I have a new, th- it, it's experience. So it lands on my encounter realm and then it gets grounded out. But, but I have had extensive conversations with Shemaim, which is heavens. And I've had less conversations with Eretz earth mm-hmm. and, and and it's not it's not gaia mother goddess yeah, like, like, because that's a perversion on truth and and, and a false goddess mm-hmm. but eretz which is earth does have a consciousness and 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 in the same way that you can lean into the spirit realm as a spirit being literally um putting and that's what it, when you gear shift into the consciousness of the human spirit these other realms get much easier to engage with, right? You, 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 you feel them, you hear them, you can see them at times, and, and communication happens. And, and it's a quantum communication, yeah. but it, it, it translates, and the soul can grasp mm-hmm. elements of those conversations, and, and, and the more sensitive we are, mm-hmm. the more articulate we can become about that. And so, um, yeah, extensive conversation with the heavens. Interestingly enough, in my experience, heavens tends to be more positive Mm. Eretz, the first time I, I had an encounter with Eretz, like in conversation, it was quite adversarial. It felt very like, you know, like, like was, for lack of better words, F off. Like that was just like, just not, not pretty, pretty down yeah. on, on, but it's in, in, in a general sense, mankind. It's, it's like, I, I, the idea is I've been so hurt by you. Wow. Mm. And... And, and 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 so in the Bible we get some hints. R- Romans chapter eight: the whole creation groans, right? Um, and awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God because because creation needs an intercessor, it needs an advocate, and the advocacy that Jesus Christ provides to his creation processes through his body. That's that's where our role finds it. It's not just like like Jesus died. For to reconcile us to the Father, but but He didn't die to reconcile Earth to the Father directly. He died to reconcile the stewards of Earth to the Father. We're the stewards. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the Earth He has given to the children of men. So so Earth is under a a, a huge sway of corruption. Its stewards have been its main persecutors, partnered with very evil beings, entity groups fallen angels that has produced more persecution for the earth. It's, 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 it's really hectic. And so, and, and, and the problem is the ones that are like most likely to be advocates, Christians, uh, we have been so programmed to be completely out of touch with our role. We're, 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 we're unhelpful. We're like the policemen that stand by and watch crimes happen. Wow. While we're on our mm. cell phone, or waiting, playing games, or waiting for it, the rapture. Come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just, great, just a great mental picture. So people can think about the, 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 what land goes through. It's yes. like imagine you are being chased down by a, a, a burglar. He mm. wants to steal your stuff. Six five, big guy, part of the Antichrist program. Still, Samson strength. Yeah. Like I want to get away from this mm. person. Mm. Um, very scary. And and there's a cop standing right there on his cell phone playing games and you're like help me and he catches you beats you up takes your stuff help me please and they're just on there playing games that's religion mm. playing games playing and, games. And, and and being out of touch with purpose and identity wow yeah so this is where land sits relative to mankind in a lot of ways. It's been it, and 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 because it's helpless to defend itself against the, the, the criminals, and and in fact, in some cases, right, 
the cop helps, mm. right? That, and, and, and so the, that would be the occultists, mm. the Illuminati, yes. the Freemasons, the evil people. And, and, and we, we could go a long way on, on, because, you know, when you talk about evil organizations and how they defile land, this is a big part of the conversation, yes. where when I was in South Africa, we had to deal with Freemasonry to deliver land from it as an entity. Because Freemasonry has defiled land all over the world. They, they are the evangelistic arm of the Illuminati. This has been true ever since it was infiltrated by the Bavarian Illuminati in 1777, Adam Weishaupt. He was initiated into the Freemasonic Lodge in uh, Munich, Germany. And that began the Illuminati's uh, 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 overtaking of that organization for their diabolical agendas. And if you go through many of the cities, towns all across the United States, yes. this is how it works. You have some, a group of people that goes in, they, they, they establish a town. And, 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 and the town founders are Freemasons, so they build the lodge. They also have the money. The lodge builds the church and governs over the religion that proceeds forth from the church. They put the town hall, the police station, the fire station, all on the same street. That's a ley line. And the power broker for whatever happens in that township is the the government trading through the lodge. Mm -hmm. So they defile towns all across the, not just the U S but the world, because this is, this is, this happens in other nations, wherever Freemasonry is, they, they, they have a very well-refined strategy that, that sits at the foundation of many areas. And, and it, and it's a defilement. It's an Hands iniquity. Washington in the way that he's the, the, the layout. Oh my gosh. Yes. <sighs> mm hmm. Yep, it was because it was built by yes. Freemasons, mm -hmm. Washington D.C. That I mean, and that's been on conspiracy theory channels for a long time. <laughs> I, I know. I, I mean, I, I studied that out. I was back. I remember when I started learning about the Truther movement in 2006, <clears throat> and I was like, mm -hmm. "Wait, the Twin Towers was an inside job?" And, and then I started looking at the dollar bill, and like, why do we have a pyramid with an eye at the top on our dollar bill? And I was like, "But look at Washington D.C. and the street layout. It's like a Freemasonic symbol." But this is defilement of land. Land needs deliverance from this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Dan, in your prayer, you always write an explanation, an introduction of the prayer. Mm. You set expectations about the prayer. Mm -hmm. But you also put warnings in the prayer. I do. Why the warnings? Because some people, we won't name any names, <laughs> okay. lack common sense. Okay. And sometimes sense is not common. And I've also <laughs> learned that. Everybody wants to be a hero. Yeah. But some people just want it more than others. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I mean, I, 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 have, I have come across the darndest things okay. over time. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story. So, <laughs> we won't name any names. But I, I remember a group of people, uh, mighty men and women of God. And we, we gather for these, these prayer time together. And, you know, you, you have expectations sometimes, you know, about people. Yep. Because of their titles, the exploits that they've done, or they, you know. And we jump into this prayer with these prayer warriors, this prayer meeting. And I personally thought that it was going to be very casual. You know, we're just going to pray into some things, right? And just see where the Lord leads the prayer. No, that was not the case. Hmm. They begin to do this type of prayer that you're talking about, territorial. But it went so far that they begin to trans to to move souls and soul parts from sheol to heaven and they begin to do this heavy duty territorial prayer i stopped them and i said who has a mandate no one had a mandate 
They didn't listen, though. And I said, guys, we need to stop. First, let's get our paperwork together. Then we can go and see what God wants to do. Nobody, this is a group of like 15 people. And at that point, I just shut my camera off, muted myself, and I began to intercede for everybody that he was participating in this event. It went pretty bad. Mm. People got hurt big time, spiritually speaking. Um, so yeah, we have expectations, but the reality is a different reality. I um, okay. So 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 this is how I explain it. Let's say you have the United States mm-hmm. and Canada, right? So we're we're two nations with separate governments separated by a border. Now, if there was a war between the U.S. and Canada, and there was an authorization by Commander in Chief, we are going to war. Now, every act of aggression under the covering of the leadership of that nation is not illegal. It's just a conflict zone. But legally, when that military moves in and starts shooting people and blowing stuff up, there are, you know, because it is a war, it is a conflict, and it is signed off by the governing authority, it is legal in our nation, right? And so so we have immunities. You're not going to go shoot somebody in a war zone and then go to prison. Because you are backed. You, there, there's been a sign-off on it. And if, however, you have a commander, you know, a captain or whatever, you know, from the U.S. military says, I'm part of the U.S. military. Okay. But I'm going to go on my own across the border and just shoot people. Now that person is not under the jurisdiction or covering of the U.S. government per se. They, they are a rogue agent. And when they are caught for their crimes, they will be prosecuted yes. by the government of the country they've invaded. Mm. And they're going to have to suffer the consequences. Mm. In a very simple sense, this is very similar to the way it works in the spirit. If heaven isn't backing a certain objective or agenda, and that agenda takes a person deep into enemy territory, they may be out of line. They just may be li- quite literally setting themselves up for a massive backlash that's going to come by way of an actual accusation that stands, right? Well, they came in, they shot people. D- did they have paperwork to do that? No. Did anybody in your government sign off on that? No. In fact, they got a warning. Oh, okay. Well, now, now their, their health is going to go. We're going to hit job on some of their kids and we're going to see if we can, you know, make them lose their home to some kind of uh, financial aggression. And, and so people, when they get into territorial work and they do not have the sign off from God, the father, um, they do not have the angels assigned to their case that are going to carry that mission out. They, 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 what you start in the flesh, you got to finish in the flesh or, <laughs> get into some heavy-duty repentance quickly and avoid the full extent of the consequences that you are in, 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 entitled to. So, and, and, and one of the real big revelations, right, because, because of what the Bible calls it, it calls us God, the King of Kings. That means that we're the kings. So people think, I'm a king. I guess I can do whatever I want. Wrong. Wrong. You know who was the King of Kings? Nebuchadnezzar. So Babylon had a system, right, where you had the king of kings. He's like a, uh, a supreme potentate. He sits over everything. And the kings are like governors. So in the U.S., you have a president, and then you have the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott. You have the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. You have the governor of every state as a governor. But you know what? Those governors have a realm of jurisdiction that is limited to that office. We... As kings have a realm of jurisdiction, Alex. And depending on how much authority we've been assigned, that will determine the realm of jurisdiction. There are very few Christians that are authorized to go on like genuine offensive cosmic exploits 
with the full backing and authorization of heaven uh, uh, without having to like literally receive a specific assignment. Like you, you just have that jurist. I mean, that is very, very, very rare. Um, in fact, most people, what they need to do is they need to say, God, what do you want to do in this territory, you know, beyond my own personal property line? What is my role? And oftentimes the way that God works in a larger region, if you want to really take on some stuff, he finds an apostolic figure and then he creates alignments. And then there is agreement and there is government and accountability. And there's a strategy that works from both the natural and the spiritual to advance kingdom influence in a region. It's not just about creating heroes to go out in the spirit, see some stuff and have a story. <laughs> that brings to mind a lot of conversations that I had over the years. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much for that, Dan. Definitely. A lot of people I know there's going to be blessed by, <laughs> by that. <laughs> yes. What, what do you mean by that, Alex? Well, I think that there is always room to abuse the gifts that God has given us. And I, I just like there's a movement of the hyper grace movement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've seen a movement of the hyper gifts of the spirit movement. That they grab the anointing, they grab these gifts, and they really want to do with them as their will pleases to do. Instead of putting it under the jurisdiction of heaven, following protocol of the spiritual mechanics and how things work. And then, like you say, apply them successfully. And and I'm not bashing anybody. You know, we, we're just here talking. But sometimes we got to speak some truth. When we put our title first mm -hmm. and our authority first, then even over God, mm. that's whenever we begin to operate in a rebellious spirit. And that's what you are explaining right now. And I've seen that a lot. Because indeed, the restraining is thinning out. So what we are seeing is that a lot of Christians are being activated in their spiritual sight. In encounters with the Lord. But you know what? They dismiss. There is not only one kingdom that is at play, which is not only the kingdom of God, and it's not only the kingdom of darkness. They kind of go like this. The kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of darkness are like going next to each other. Of course, God has the upper hand on everything. When those gifts opened up, mm -hmm. the enemy always is looking for a way to get his hand in. Mm. And that's when confusion begins to happen. That's when the counterfeit relation or the pollution, especially if a person has not taken the responsibility of inner healing and deliverance in their own lives. So that's what I, I, I've been noticing as well. And that is a danger. So thank you so much for the, the, the warnings that you put in, in your prayers. And you know what, Dan, this is not for people to proceed with... Um, Fear, mm -hmm. because once you once you once you have your your paperwork and your assignment in order, there's no fear of retaliation. Exactly, you can proceed in your authority, in safety, and be successful in your assignment. That's it. That's it. I mean, look, we put the prayer resource together, mm -hmm. and I I mean, for, when I was in South Africa. Everywhere I went, I, I used this prayer, Deliverance of Land, in Pretoria. I used it in Ermelua, and I used it in Cape Town. And then I used it again when I was hanging out at Field of Dreams. Everywhere I went, I used this prayer. And I used it in the context of bringing hundreds of people at a time into that conflict space. And not only did people experience personal breakthrough and deliverance in the process of interceding on behalf of their land— it was safe, and God moved hugely. 
But as we went from place to place, the Spirit of the Lord would be like, these are your targets. Well, there you go. So now I'm not, I'm not just going to go after any kind of random thing. And the question came out when mm-hmm. we were in uh, Australia, because we went after the rainbow serpent okay. in South Australia. Now, rainbow serpent is a very, very big entity when it comes to Australia. Now, Aussies know this. For us over here in the United States, we rainbow serpent, what is that? No, it's, it's a big deal. And we also went after the Seven Sisters, which is the Pleiades. Interestingly, the Seven Sisters was worshipped by original people groups in both Australia and South Africa. Go figure. So I had to deal with that in both places. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting uh, alignment. But um, we did the territorial work in Australia on behalf of South Australia, which is one state, not the whole country. And someone asked, well, Daniel, why don't we just do it for the whole country? Um. And my response was, you know, whatever I pull this whole group of people into, right, I'm responsible. I'm actually the one. I'm accountable to God, right, to underwrite what I'm pulling all of And I knew safely we could deal with this for that, that expense, that Metron of South Australia, the whole continent. Oh, that's heavy lifting. <laughs> that's a lot to underwrite. And, and, and I, I mean, I went home and I was like, this is going to be a very busy night. Mm. And my spirit was very busy, <laughs> very busy. And, and that was just for the one state. I mean, if it was the whole content, it's just a, yeah. you know, um, we're all growing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. You know, is God delivering, like, like releasing people into the world now that will have the capacity to deliver whole nations and continents mm-hmm. of a thing in one fell swoop, yeah, yes. I think I'm one of them. Eventually, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm still growing into that. And, I, and, and, and what you realize is when you are the spearhead, and then you do this, and it's like, all right, now it's time to. It's, the underwriting often happens on the back end. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I'm gonna have to wake up tomorrow, and I will know how busy I was tonight by the way I feel in the morning. <laughs> and it's like you wake up, you're like, oh, oh, where's a cup of coffee for Alex? Man, now, now on that. Mm-hmm. I have to say something. Go ahead. So, so, so Alex makes really good coffee. Now, many of you may not know. That. He's, I mean, it's the best. And he is very particular. Like, he will not use just any kind of bean. It has to be the right kind of bean. It has to be the right kind of beans, then. The right kind. Because not all beans are created equal. No, they're not. Especially Starbucks beans. <laughs> well, you're talking about just a cup of chemicals. You know? <laughs> so, so Alex makes really good coffee and 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 he has one of the fanciest coffee machines i've ever seen oh yeah. wow no which you don't know friends the bride ministries has gotten upgrade because he donated us his professional coffee making machine <laughs> like this latte maker <laughs> for a even better machine his machine is so fancy <laughs> his machine is so fancy he can't even descale it himself it yeah. has to be taken to an engineer <laughs> an engineering firm has to descale his coffee machine twice a year now, now <laughs> we went and got coffee together at a at a breakfast place the other day. This was fun. I I mean I I was just blown away by this. So we're we're sitting there and and Alex gets this cup of coffee delivered to him, and and he takes a sip and we all look at him and he's like, "This is not good coffee." And I said, <laughs> I think, well. You know, I didn't like not expect him to because he makes amazing coffee. So I'm like, okay, well, this, you know, this could be just like it was adequate. Yeah, yeah. It was not adequate. <laughs> but but the funniest part of this, and I think this deserves a t-shirt. <laughs> Alex followed that statement up with this. I, I, don't I know think what, I said these would not conquer me, or I you said, said so? you, you said no, no. I know what you said. What you said, did I say? I could take it. Oh, I could take it. I, I'm like, you know, <laughs> as I was looking at the coffee cup, right. And, I, and I, you just imagine like like Rocky Balboa, yeah, yeah. you know, getting punched by like yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and 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 in Rocky one and Rocky he got beat up real bad. He did, and and it, and he kept getting back up. He, get, he kept getting back up, and uh, he didn't go down. And, and I was thinking, this is this is gonna be a fight of his life. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think. I think I don't know if he's gonna make it. Like, you know, I, mean, I was like, when I watched Rocky, I also thought the same thing, especially Rocky too. I was like, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. But he got back up. Yeah. 
but you did not. I didn't. <laughs> Man, I was. I had determination. I, I was ready to take up the challenge, but my taste buds were like, no, bro, we're not doing that. <laughs> so I took two sips of that thing, and it, it stayed there, man. It probably... Um, yeah, it probably like the 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 person that made it probably made him feel bad, but they need to up up their game. The problem <laughs> they do is that nobody could take it. I couldn't take it. Either. You you ordered one too. I did. I did. And 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 it, both of our cups were full but when you, we left. But you looked like you were gonna drink it. I too. tried. It knocked me out. <laughs> it knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was not the best cup of coffee, bro. We we're not we're not going there again. We're not. So Okay. So so we're talking about land. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things though that 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 really is um key to this particular prayer. When I created the deliverance of land, God God had begun to to download this revelation on elementals. I have um nearly a book written just from notes. It's almost 30,000 words of notes on elementals. And all of it dropped in South Africa. I mean, I maybe have added a little bit to it. but And, and I, I went to South Africa with a prophetic word. A powerful man of God gave me a prophetic word. He said, when you go to South Africa, the land is going to speak to you. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but sure, why not? So I got there, and, and the first day I went to take notes, it was just this torrential download of data. And mm-hmm. and the whole conversation on elementals and our interaction with them as sons of God began to open up, and it just opened up and just kept pouring in. And what I realized is part of delivering land is, is actually stepping into a role of advocacy towards the elemental mm-hmm. kingdom in that land. And so one of the keys in this particular prayer, deliverance of land, is there's you know a couple of clauses in there that deliver d- deal specifically with the elementals mm-hmm. th- to uh, advocate for them, mm-hmm. because the the elemental kingdom, which is really a component of the, the it, it's just a how God designed creation: yes. earth, fire, air, water. Like they are, they, they are how God created, they, and elementals. Pre-exist earth. I mean, God himself is a consuming fire. Mm. <laughs> God himself is living water. Like the, the elementals, God wouldn't so, exist. So you didn't say, but pretty much you're saying God himself is an elemental. He is. <laughs> yes. That's how he exists. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with saying that because that's how he describes himself mm-hmm. in his own word. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the, you know, you have elementals on different levels. You have you have the godly, holy elementals that are who God is. You, you, you have heavenly elementals. You have earth-bound elementals. And the earthbound elementals are under the dominion of man. And so, 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 you know, being able to expand that deliverance language into an advocacy for them is, is a major reason why this particular prayer is so powerful. And the things that we'll unlock and continue to unlock from there to mm. the body of Christ. I believe that. Wow. Dan, that's powerful revelation. It is. It truly is. I really mean that. Yes. So there is no deliverance of land without working with the elementals. Well, I think that, okay. It's, 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 here's what I'm going to say. People have done redemptive land work with zero revelation on the elementals and their involvement. And some of that has been successful to an extent. But in interceding for land, we are impacting the elemental kingdom inadvertently. But with a fuller understanding of the elemental kingdom, strategies can be refined and the specificity and intentionality of what we are doing achieves greater, faster, more profound breakthrough. Um, and because it, it kind of like, you know, it, it, some of us have had that t- like TV or, or that, you know, just electronic device. Mm-hmm. It's not working. 
It's like, wow, <laughs> how can I make this work? Yes. And so what you do is you hit it. Yeah. Or, or, or remember Nintendos? Yes. You blow on it. <sighs> yeah. Until it works. Until it works. But, but is that actually <laughs> fixing the problem on the level of which it exists? Or is, is, is that just doing what you know to do and somehow it'll work sometimes? And I, I think that some of our you know, techniques in the body of Christ, and this is really true in delivering people, have been quite brutish and unrefined. And, you know, because it works sometimes, we just think, okay, well, that's just how it should be done because it works sometimes. But there's room for an expanded revelation on how to get business done. And with that comes faster, more anticipatable breakthrough and, 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 and more effective ministry. When you were doing this work, yeah, I can only imagine the heart of God for the territory that you were ministering to and the team of people that, 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 that he was partnering with you. Can, can you say a little bit about that? The heart of the Father to see and endorse equipped you his children and that like that when you when you fulfill the agenda the joy that comes after because there's rewards and 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 it, when it's not out of um I'm so mighty but more I'm like I'm doing the work of my father, just like Jesus did. How was that? <laughs> Here's the thing. God loves his creation. God loves people, but he also loves his creation. So, so, so the heavens matter to God. The earth matters to God. We matter to God. God is pure love. So anything that God loves that we minister to mm-hmm. um, ministers to him. Mm. Wow. Ministers to him. You know, one of the most obvious ways to mm-hmm. describe this mm-hmm. that real, real people can relate to, dogs. Puppies, mm-hmm. kittens, bunnies. Your daughter has a very cute bunny. <laughs> yeah, she does very cuddly, <laughs> and 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 so you think about these, you know, these beautiful creatures, mm-hmm. not humans, mm-hmm. right? But nonetheless, they they have sentience, they have mm-hmm. emotions, they have consciousness, mm-hmm. and and you think about like how much joy it brings us when we see a puppy being coddled and treated well by its owner and. And and the children that it plays like wow this is this is precious you know and then we're actually connecting into the heart of God God's like yes I I actually love when my the animals that I've created are treated with kindness and respect and, and we see the other side too it's like when you see an animal being abused right you think about the dog that you love in your house and having to watch that animal be mistreated it's like that breaks your heart well it not only breaks your heart it breaks God's heart because that animal actually holds a special place in God's heart too. It's a part of his creation. So many people can connect to that. It's a little bit harder for people to connect with the idea that like God also cares about the way land is treated. Wow. And here's, here's evidence of that. You know, in the Torah, mm-hmm. one of the things that God explained is that the land should be rested mm-hmm. every seven years. So you, you farm a land six years, and then in the seventh year... You don't, and you rotate your fields. So give the land some rest. Why? Well, God actually cares about the treatment of that land. And, and so, so what we have to understand is when we begin to minister to anything that God loves, which is his creation, we are touching the heart of God. Wow. You know, Dan, people... Christians, especially those that are barely finding out about bright ministries and ministries like this, 
when we minister to people that are survivors of government mind control agendas and all of these defilement that the enemy has created and continues to create, mm. we find land yeah. inside of their hearts yes. and subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. They don't know how much we are interacting with the land. They overlook. And when we begin to deprogram the person, the land is at peace. Mm-hmm. The person will feel the peace. Yeah. And then God replaces that defilement, usually with a heavenly real estate, mm-hmm. a garden, water park, whatever. So God's heart is very involved in this agenda. The redemption, the cleansing, the deliverance of the land. It's it, it, Well, when you connect it to that conversation on um, satanic ritual abuse mm-hmm. and government projects, the way that the programming is done and the way they layer land into that takes this conversation to even another level. But it's true. And they have very unique ways of doing this. So, you know, we can take this to the conversation on astral projection. So traditional astral projection, transcendental meditation. You learn, the, 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 the practitioner learns to push their soul out of the body in a meditative state and travel a distance. Um, they will be able to find their way back to the body with the silver cord. They can run it right back. That plugs into the pineal gland. And it's like, okay, we can astral project. So that's a like more traditional, and people can learn to do that from any background, mm-hmm. and some will be more successful than others. Now, we know survivors of SRA that come from bloodline families, well, they have many parts that will be out of the body. Uh, some of them don't, don't even live in the body or spend large amounts of time far from the body, in and out of the body. It, it gets quite hectic. But that's not the only kind of astral projection that happens the, 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 because the cults know that they can astral project actual organs. Mm-hmm. So you can astral project a person's stomach or a person's liver or a person's spleen. And why would you want to do that? Well, you would astral project it over a region of land. And this creates an interesting dynamic because now the land is defiled by astral projected organs of people that have been ritualized, often at some point physically in that land as well. But this allows for a perpetual defilement because whatever, especially when there are certain gates, so they can come into the body through a gate and in that inner world do a ritual associating with that organ. That is simultaneously putting witchcraft on the land where that has been astral projected. Uh, this is all over the world. So so people and land are, are are entangled intentionally by the cults, especially the ones that are in the deeper levels of stuff. They, they, they can do things that... Uh, it, it, it's awful. It's awful. And when you learn about it, it's like, oh, that can't be, that can't be right. That can't be possible until you pray into it, God breaks it, and then there's healing and a shift in the natural realm. And it's like, I can't argue with the fruit. So I have, and, and you know, many of the coaches on this platform are, we're all learning. Like we are praying into land sometimes as often as we're praying into personal bondage stuff. Yes. To Deal with personal bondage mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you cannot deliver a person without delivering the land. You just can't. It's amazing. It's amazing. But then we yeah, go back to the beginning, right? God created Adam from the afar, mm-hmm. the dust. So the so 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 the interaction between man's existence and and the earth itself was established hmm. in our creation mm. as humans. Yes. Wow. So it's designed to work that way. Wow. Anything else, Dan, that you would like to add <laughs> regarding this prayer? Because you po- you post you posted in the website. I did. 
for everybody that, to check it out and, and if the Lord is calling them to do it. Listen, don't measure your assignments with the level of retaliation, once again, that you can get from this. Mm. Just don't. Mm. Because we have some people on one end that are afraid of doing anything. Yeah. Regarding their own deliverance or the deliverance of the land. But then we got all the people on the, uh, the other end of the spectrum that they just run with everything at any point in time. But it, it has to be a balance. Yeah. So, so this prayer is available. I mean, anybody, any church, any leader, anywhere in mm-hmm. the world can grab it for free. For free. Here's my hope. My hope is that people that have a mandate to get their region, their city, their town delivered of certain things in order to advance what God is doing there, now have a resource they can get at any time that will help them and their spiritual community under the government of the Holy Spirit, do that work. I I recognize that God has given me a lot of keys, right? But he didn't task me with doing everything either, right? I, I My job is to distribute mm-hmm. keys so that people with <laughs> callings and assignments have what they need to do what God called them to do. Yes. So this prayer is, is it, it, it's kind of like, you know, use responsibly, mm-hmm. but use. Use. <laughs> use it. <laughs> use it. <laughs> use. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to release this prayer. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it's going to accelerate a lot of things anywhere that you have people that are, you know, on on, on a level, they're ready for this. They, 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 they know their land needs it. Um, they have an assignment. You know, I mean, there, there are people all over that have been like interceding for their land. You know, they're like, we really want to get this out of the land. There's been this spiritual activity, and we've been on assignment to pray against it, to stand against it, to do these things. And it's like, you know, you already are carrying that. We'll add this to your tool belt. It's like, you just, yes. just get down and one night with intercession, get your spiritual community together, establish that ecclesia, go after it with this resource, and then keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's available for you. Dan, thank you very much. You are awesome. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you for accepting the invitation too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard to turn down. I, I mean, it was hard to reach you. Like I had to send about ten emails to your secretary. I'm oh, just playing. No, <laughs> we actually like guys. This is a good thing. Like it's so cool to office in the same place that you just literally. I was on my lunch break and it, it, you were like getting off work right now, going home, and we were just hanging out here in my office. And I was like, hey, we just do this, let's and, do it. and we did it. So. Thank you so much for accepting. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Do you want to close? Do I want to close? Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at dandevall.com where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast.